Hey what's up party people welcome to Diving Podcast episode 6 I'm still your host Yasmin Mohamed hope you had a lovely week and today's topic we are going to discuss about unemployment issues among the youth Youth empowerment is the situation of young people who are looking for a job but cannot find a job with the age range being that defined by the UN as 15 to 25 years old an employed person is defined as someone who does not have a job but seeking work in order to qualify as unemployed for official and statistical measurement the individual must be without employment willing and able to work of the officially designated working age often from the teens to the mid 60s and actively searching for a position youth empowerment rates tend to be higher than the adult rates in every country in the world Youth empowerment has largely been described as a major if not primary catalyst for revolution, political and societal upheaval and conflict towards the system and state. It has historically been associated with up- upheaval, upheaval and change or overthrow of political establishment and mass societal change with conflicts such as the Arab Spring, Russian Civil War and the French Revolution. all largely being caused by the large scale youth empowerment there are multiple and complex causes behind youth empowerment among them the quality and relevance of education inflexibility labor market and regulations which in turn creates a situation of assistance and dependency are the main causes discussed today from education to employment the skills crisis The quality and relevance of education is often considered as the first root cause of youth unemployment. In 2010, in 25 out of 27 developed countries, the highest unemployment rate was amongst people with primary education or less. Yet high education does not guarantee a decent job. For example, in a country like Tunisia, 40% of university graduates are unemployed against 25 percent of non-graduates this affects highly educated young females in particular in turkey the unemployment rate among university educated women is more than three times higher is more than three times higher than that of university educated men in iran and other united arab emirates it's nearly three times and in saudi arabia it's eight times beyond the necessity to ensure its access to all Education is not adequately tailored to the needs of the labor market which in turn lead to consequences the inability for young people to find jobs and inability for employers to hire the skills they need combined with the economic crisis and the lack of sufficient job creation in many countries it has resulted in high unemployment rates around the world and the development of a skills crisis surveys suggest that half of all businesses have opened positions for which they are struggling to find suitable qualified people one global survey found that more than fi- more than 55% of employers worldwide believe there is a skill crisis as businesses witness a growing mismatch between learn the skill students learn in the education system and those required in the workplace for many governments a key question is how they can bridge this gap and ensure that young people are equipped with the skills employers are looking for first 
a high level of employment protection regulation causes employers to be cautious about hiring more than a minimum number of workers since they cannot easily be laid off during a, a downturn or fired if a new employee should turn out to be unmotivated or incompetent. Second, the development of temporary forms of work such as internships, seasonal jobs, and short-term contracts have left young workers in precocious situations. Because their jobs are temporary contracts, youth are often the first to be laid off when company downsizes. If they are laid off, youth are typically not eligible for redundancy payments because they only work with the company for a short period of time. Once this work ends, many find themselves unemployed and disadvantaged in the job search. However, some youth are entering work on part-time basis during tertiary education. This rate is low in countries like Italy, Spain, France. The legitimacy of internships has begun to be questioned. The purpose of internship is to allow students or recent graduates to acquire work experience and a recommendation letter, a CV. However, many interns have complained that they are simply performing basic grant work rather than learning important knowledge and skills. Whether or not these internships positions are now violating the federal rules that are in place to govern programs such as internships remains to be seen. The internships, however, seem to be the only viable alternative to job placement for the young individuals. However, many interns have complained that they are simply performing basic grant work rather than learning important knowledge and skills. Whether or not these internships are now violating the federal rules that are in place to govern programs such as internship remains to be seen. The internship, however, seems to be the only viable alternative to job placement for the young individuals. With little to no job growth occurring, the unemployment rate among these fresh out of college at the later end of the 15 to 24 age youth spectrum is approximately 13.2% as of April 2019. Many countries around the world provide income assistance to support unemployed youth until labor market and economic, and economic conditions improve. Although this support is strictly related to obligations in terms of active job search and training. It has led to an emerging debate on whether or not it creates dependency among the youth and has determinative effect on them. Unemployed youth has been called a lost generation not only because of productivity lost but also because of long-term direct and indirect impact employment has on young people and their families. Unemployment has been said to affect earnings for about 20 years because they aren't able to build up skills or experience during their first years in their workforce. Unemployed youth see a decrease in lifetime earnings when compared to those who had steady work or those who are unemployed as an adult. A lower salary can persist for 20 years following the unemployed period before the individual begins earning competitively to their peers. Widespread youth unemployment also leads to socially excluded generation at great risk for 
poverty. For example, Spain saw an 18% increase in income. The lost generation effect impacts also their families. Youth in many countries now live with their parents into their late 20s. This contributes to what is called the full nest syndrome. In 2008, 46% of the 18 to 34-year-old in the European Union lived with at least one parent. In most countries, the stay-at-homes were more likely to be unemployed than those who had moved out. In families, it is common that when one person becomes unemployed, other members of the family begin looking for or securing employment. This is called the added work effect. This can sometimes take form of employment in the informal sector when necessary. Alongside the shift in youth living situations, the impact of returning to live with parents as well as difficulty finding a fulfilling job lead to mental health risk. Being unemployed for a long period of time in youth has been correlated to decrease happiness, job satisfaction, and other mental health issues. This is called the added work effect. This can sometimes take form of employment in the informal sector when necessary. Alongside the shift in youth living situations, the impact of returning to live with parents as well as difficulty findings, difficulty finding a fulfilling job lead to mental health risks. Being unemployed for a long period of time in youth has been correlated to decrease happiness, job satisfaction, and other mental health issues. Unemployed youth also report more isolation from their communities. Youth who are neither working nor studying do not have the opportunity to learn and improve their skills. They are progressively marginalizing from the labor market in turn and can develop an antisocial behavior. The rise of political unrest and antisocial behavior in the world has recently attributed to the youth unemployment. During the course of 2011, became a key factor in fueling protests around the globe. Within 12 months, four regimes, Tunisia, Egypt, Libya, and Yemen, and the Arab world fell in the wake of protests led by young people. Riots and protests similarly engulfed a number of European and North American cities. The lack of productive engagement of young people in wider society, underlined by levels of unemployment and under unemployment, only serves to add to this feeling of disfranchisement. Youth unemployment also dramatically increases public spending at times when economies are struggling to remain competitive and social benefits increase along with an aging population. Youth unemployment has direct costs such as increased benefit payments, lost income tax, revenues, and wasted capacity. Youth unemployment has indirect costs too, including immigration. Young people leave their countries in hope to find employment somewhere else and this brain drain has contributed to deteriorating countries competitiveness especially in many countries a lack of innovation the economic crisis has led to global decrease in competitiveness there is a risk of loss of talent and skills since great amount of university graduates are unable to find a job and to put their knowledge and capabilities into producing innovations and contributing to economic growth. Excluding young people from the labor market means lacking divergent thinking, creativity, and innovations that they naturally offer. This fresh thinking is necessary for employers to foster new designs and innovation ideas. Fighting youth unemployment is therefore a key to, maintain the, to maintaining the economic performance of the country. Economic research indicates that minimum wages increase youth unemployment. In competitive labor markets, for unskilled youth labor, 
and that the resulting delay entry into the job market for youths who are unable to obtain a job. This leads to reduction in training opportunities, thus a reduction in lifetime income. However, research also indicates that imposing a minimum wage may increase the income of working youths if their hours of work are not reduced in response to the minimum wage. And minimum wages may increase the aggregate income of youths if they gain for those who works exceeded the losses for those who cannot find work. As a policy measure to support young and skilled workers, economists suggest that instead of a minimum wage, policymakers should use less disorientary means to support young and skilled workers such as cash or in-kind assistance. The causes of unemployment in Kenya, one is the rapid population growth that surpasses the growth of the economy. Then the next is inappropriate education system in the country. Third, seasonality in production, especially in agricultural and tourism. Then the fourth is lack of capital for investment in order to generate job opportunities. Rural urban migration, most labor moving to urban how to reduce unemployment in Kenya, developing the rural areas. The government should adapt a culture of spreading more industries and giving more incentives to investors to construct more industries in the rural centers of the country. The practice will help many gain opportunities in the industries, hence getting some income sources. Then the relevant education system. The education system should keep reminding the students of what the outside market expects of them. Hence, they should go ahead and teach students on ways of becoming competitive in the outside market. Then, population control. The government needs to get a way of reducing the rapid rate of population growth in the country to help many other people have access to the good and the basic essentials of life. Control of population ensures that the number of people entering the job markets are few in numbers. Then increased government expenditures. The government need to increase the finance pertaining development projects in Kenya. Construction of more social amenities such as good roads need to be one of the factors the government can consider. By doing that, they create numerous opportunities for people in the job market to get much access to available opportunities. Then protecting local industries. A major step towards protecting local industries will be to shield them from tough competition. They get from more developed countries that often bring in cheap products that kill the potential growth of local industries. By helping local industries to expand, the government takes part in solving high unemployment cases. The transforming agricultural sector to curb rural urban migration to create more jobs and reduce unemployment. Establishing an Employment policy by government to make it easy for people to get jobs and accept e.g. policies as mentioned above. Then lending and sending of funds to assist unemployed to start income generating activities such as starting of businesses. Then exporting labor by assisting unemployed people to acquire jobs abroad and countries with labor deficiency. Delocalization or decentralization policy for balanced regional development and reduce rural urban migration, to improve infrastructure in order to have suitable economic activities. Today, Kenyan's youth and unemployment rate stand at 65%, among the highest in the world. Three in five unemployed Kenyans are 15 to 35 years old. The situation exacerbated by a shrinking economy, political instability, and pervasive income inequality.
Significantly, youth are engaged in the informal sector, which is largely unregulated and subject workers to low earnings and long hours, without any formal contract. Suffering under a slow-growing economy, youth, whether well-educated or or uneducated, have increasingly turned to crime and violence, serving as what Wamikono, that's the handyman, to the ruling elite and intimidating and harassing their political opponents. Violence during Kenyan's disputed 2000 election left approximately 1,133 people died and 650,000 displaced from their land. Many of these atrocities were committed by youth for sums as low as six pounds. With the 2012 elections fast approaching, Kenya risks renewed violence if it is daunting youth unemployment rate is not properly addressed. Against this backdrop, the Kenyan government has established the Youth Enterprise Development Fund, that is YEDF, in Kazikwa Vijana, the KTV, which means jobs for the youth to boost employment and entrepreneurship amongst people aged 18 to 35 years old. Through the YEDF, groups of up to 12 people can submit a business plan and apply for funding, as well as other services such as training, mentorship and market access the fund also connects youth with local and international job markets the kkv that is kazikwa vijana facilitates access to temporary labor intensive jobs for generally low wages and also offers some business training given the high poverty levels among youth in kenya the temporary jobs can help young people learn the marketable skills they need to find decent work but it is not long-term solution as these low-paying jobs can also trap people in poverty, making crime and violence seem like the only viable exit. Kenya will do well to learn from other countries' efforts where similar programs have long existed. For example, Italy's Impreditorial Givonil or Young Entrepreneurs Company and the UK's Prints to support young people's startup business. Like Kenyan's effort, these two programs provide training and mentoring to young people. However, they also have autonomy from their respective governments, which gives them freedom to operate without political interference and burdensome bureaucracies. Like Kenyan's efforts, these two programs provide training and mentoring, mentoring to young people. However, they also have autonomy from their respective governments, which gives them freedom to operate without a political interference and burdensome bureaucracies. Services are delivered by highly competent, successful entrepreneurs who inspire youth to become entrepreneurs, not as alternative to joblessness, but as a genuine career path with financial reward and work satisfaction. Through these programs, Youth have managed to start and sustain viable businesses and attain financial independence and stability. Compared to these cases, Kenyans KKV and YDF, YEDF fall short. Their activities overlap and their objectives are too broad, which makes them unachievable within a reasonable time frame. They are also constrained by a heavy government control, 
uh, while well, the Ministry of Sports and Youth Affairs manages the YDF, YEDF. As a consequences, as a consequences, the programs are burdened by politics rather than void with professionalism. The tendency to treat youth as homogeneous group could isolate some young people who cannot fulfill the YEDF requirements such as business development plan, a registered group or an existing bank account. The rules should be more flexible and needs-based in order to benefit some of the needy and illiterate youth who require more vigorous training and support to succeed. Finally, the program's near-sighted focus on temporary employment is but a bandage. Kenya needs a long-term strategy to enable youth to access more rewarding and productive work. Fundamentally, the problem requires properly planned, well-structured and broad-based programs, and so far, the government seems to be tinkering at the superficial level without a long-term comprehensive plan. Accelerating economic growth is central to creating employment opportunities for the youth, as well as providing market-driven education and life skills. In order to make a smooth transition to adulthood, young people require decent work and the ability to actively contribute to economic and political development and stability. Short of this, youth will remain at the margin of the economy to serve as the violent Watwamkono in 2012 and beyond. And yes, I also agree that indeed a queen has three sides and all three sides do matter, meaning that the youth may also fall victim to religious exploitation because of desperation. If the youth get the necessary if the youth get the necessary skills to make them hold the high standards of work ethics and professionalism, this will positively impact their personal development and will be a major positive influence in their decision making as future leaders of the country. The cool thing about unemployment is every day is a Saturday. Unemployment is the cool thing about unemployment is every day is a Saturday. Unemployment is like a headache or a high temperature. Unpleasant and exhausting but not caring in itself and explanation of its causes. Being unemployed is the true test of who you really are. Link in the description to enable you to listen to the podcast. Subscribe, click the notification button, comment on my website and tell a friend about the podcast. We have come to the end of today's program, The Danger of Silence. Thank you for tuning in and don't miss to join me for another session of this kind next Friday. Have a lovely day and a fabulous weekend. Till next time, bye.